and welcome to another Talk Archery podcast. Please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. If you have any comments, questions or if you'd like to suggest another person or topic for a future episode, then please email talkarchery600 at gmail.com. My guest today is a well-known archer and businessman from Burnley in Lancashire. He was introduced to archery by a work colleague many years ago, and after becoming an accomplished field archer, he decided to turn his love of archery into a successful business venture. It is now seven years later, and he hasn't lost any of his love for archery, be it in his store or out in the field. So let's jump straight into the podcast. Hello, Mark. Hello, James. Hello. Um, today I'm with Mark, Mark from Phoenix Archery in Burnley. Um, and we're going to go straight into it. So, Mark, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Because we heard in the bio, in the introduction, we heard all about you there. Mm-hmm. But could you just tell the listeners us a little bit more about you? Yeah, I'm 52. Uh, I opened Phoenix Archery Supplies about seven years ago. I've been shooting for about 30 years in the NFAS. Uh, well, I've won the Welsh Championships, the Scottish Championships, uh, Lancashire Champion. Uh, I've won quite a few open, well, I've won most open shoots. Yeah. And I've only ever done target once because uh, my thing is 3D. Uh, done a Portsmouth that I've got a, I think it was 286, first time I ever did it. So, yeah. So how long have you have you been practicing archery? Uh, don't practice as much as I used to. I practice probably once a week now. So just keep it basic, simple. With shop, it's hard to practice. And, and what got you into archery? A guy I used to work with used to read his magazines at dinner time, and he used to say, "Come and have a go." And I'm like, "Nah, nah, nah." And then one day I thought, "Give it a go." And hey, presto, here I am. And you're hooked <laughs> from that moment. Yeah. So you said 3D archery. So. Could you tell the distance about that? 3D archery is like basically a bit like golf. There's like, depending on the club, there could be 20 targets out, 40 targets, and we follow the course around like the holes on golf. And each one's a different 3D shape of an animal, and there's different areas for different points and things like that. It's it's good laugh. Um, I'll just mention to the listeners that we are in, actually in your range, which yes. is attached to your store. Yeah. Um, and there's some, uh, we're in a nice Victorian warehouse, so there's some noise in the background, which is from other people within the units. Yeah. So, um, target of animals, so there's no animals actually hurting the. No, nothing. We have, I would never hurt an animal, no. no. Excellent. So, 3D archers, is, is that still a recurve bow or...? I shoot a compound. I shoot compound. I shoot the unlimited class, which was with sights and release aid and all the toys and bells and whistles on it. Would you say that is your preferred style? Yeah, definitely. I have won also medals with English longbow and recurves and also compound with no sights and things like that. I don't have okay. shot many styles. So did you start on compound or did you? I did. I started straight on compound. When I started nearly 30 years ago, there were no beginner courses. We could just go in a shop straight away, buy it, and away we went. Wow. Yeah. It's not like that now. Not like that now, no. Um, so you've told us that you've won awards. You, you're actually jumping ahead of all my questions here, which is quite good. Um, so do the rest of your family shoot? Not anymore. Uh, my new partner, she shoots with me. 
that my children used to shoot. They've been the champions as well. So, yeah, overall, we did quite well as a family. Who's the best archer in the family? Oh, definitely me. <laughs> Not being big headed, but it's definitely me. <laughs> yeah. So, you're a compounder. What's your favourite piece of kit? Oh, my favourite piece of kit. I don't like setting my sights up, that's a pain. Uh, definitely my ball. Definitely my ball. Because a compounder's more into the kit than the other style of archers like Rico's, or is it all kit? It, to, I think it's all kit. We like all the bells and whistles. If we shoot all the, even recurve archers, if they shoot freestyle, Olympic style archery, yeah, they like all the bells and whistles. So do you like it when a longbow comes because they don't really buy much? They don't like compound archers. <laughs> We're not the most respected archers out there, to be honest, about longbows. It is the ongoing joke, isn't it, about it the is. dark side? The dark side, definitely. That's great. Um, so do you have any bad habits with your archery? Uh, yeah, I do a little shuffle every time before I shoot. What, like a, a Muhammad Ali shuffle? Yes, mate. <laughs> Definitely shuffle my feet every time. So how do, that must make you go off? Uh, no, no, I, I, don't, I just seem to get my balance together and sort myself out, and I do a little Jordan shuffle, and away I go. <laughs> yeah. So your favourite shoot is three D archer. Yes, definitely. What about all the other ones? So indoor range wise, or indoor range, I, I, I don't enjoy it as much as outdoors, but I, I work on form more indoors for when I'm outdoors, right. work on form. Right, and do you have to do that more now because you don't get the practice in that you used to? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I do shoot, you know, in the shop, a couple of hours a day, always working on form and correct correct stance, every, everything. So is that in, in the range that we're yeah, in Yeah, in now? the range that we're in now, yeah, I practice. Up to 24 yards I can get. Sometimes I open the door and we can get to 38 yards, 40 yards indoors. And what's the width of your range now? Because we're looking at it. I think it's about 10 metres. So we've got a 10 metre width and the length is? 24 metres to the, 24 yards to the net. And we've got lots of uh, foam bosses set up with, yes. with some 3D targets. We do have some 3Ds out because on Saturday we had a bit of a, a practice on the indoor range. So we set some 3Ds up. Normally it's the circles, target faces we shoot at. Right. So you do do standard sort of pause yes. and things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your favourite shoot. So which shoot don't you like doing? I do find I get flustered a lot on, on the circles, beating yourself up because it's, it's not in the tens. You know, that's when I get really flustered and, and annoyed with myself. Right. Like, this is where archery comes in again because it's a mind game, isn't it? It is, and totally. And battling just yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, so apart from the shuttle then, the shuffle, yeah. Mark's shuffle, yeah. how do you get into the zone? Oh, how do I get into the zone? Well, what I tend to do is I tend to go second or third before I shoot, let others go, look at the ground, look for dead ground. I look for anything what will give me a, an idea how far away the target is because NFAS archery is all unmarked, so we don't have any clue what the distance is, so we have to just work everything out. So is this where they, they also try and confuse you by they'll sometimes put a larger target close yeah. to a small target? Oh, God, it? yeah. Yeah, I don't like the close ones. I'd rather shoot one at 60 yards than one at two. <laughs> so how do you adjust sights? Uh, it's, I, I practice a lot on my range finding. When we take the dog for a walk, when we go out on the motorbike, I take my range finder and, yeah, range find quite a lot. That's another podcast, isn't it? Because you're a, a biker like... I am I, a biker, I, yes. I used to be a biker. Yeah, yeah I like my bikes too much. <laughs> I might set up a motorcycle podcast and there come back go. to you.
Um, so let's let's go a little bit further into this 3D archery. Is it in all weathers? I mean, all, you do it all year round. All year round, it's on all year. Yeah, all weathers. I tend not to shoot in all weathers. Just I'm a dry archer now. I don't like going out when it's raining anymore. I've been doing it too long. Because how does the kit hold up when it's when it's cold and wet and? Uh, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, it does. It does alter your sight marks and things like that. Yeah, it really does. Your arrow gets wet. Your fletchings and yeah, it's and your hands. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. Um, and then imagine in Walton with all these leaves underfoot, which is most dangerous. Yeah, it can be really slippery right. underfoot. You've got to be careful in, in that time of year. Yeah, right. autumn and winter when the leaves are falling off you. So I'm getting a feeling I should only do it in summer. I tend to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so is somebody come to a shoot and it's yeah, I go, I go shooting in summer. There's a nice social aspect to it. There really is, yeah. It's friendly, it's field archery. Like I said, it's it's great. All styles, everyone always shoot together. It don't matter longbow compound. What you know, we we put together. Right. Um, so now that we've know a little bit about Mark, going to move on to um, Phoenix Archery. Um, yeah. Could you tell us what is Phoenix Archery? Phoenix Archery is an archery shop, a club. Uh, and an indoor range where non-members can come and pay by the hour and shoot. Yeah, we do coaching, we do lessons, we sell online as well as in the shop. So you're more than just an archery shop? Yeah, yeah try to be. So when, when did you start Phoenix Archery? Seven years ago. Seven years ago I did. Why did you start it? Oh, that, that's a long story, that is. I had another business before this. Uh, big falling out do partnerships and things like that, you know, so... So I set up Phoenix and that's how it's got its name is our rising from the ashes again. So this all stems back to meeting your workmate, exactly. falling in love with compound and yeah. then starting store because you didn't find what you wanted within normal stores. Exactly, yeah. I just wanted to do something totally different than what were out there. I wanted a range where customers and people could come and shoot and, and meet and actually chat and talk archery and, and, and make friends with other people. Right, right. So. A lot of people that set up a business from their passion. Yeah. So I'm a photographer and I set up a photography business. You suddenly lose that passion because you're working within the industry. Yeah. How has that affected your archery? It has. I don't. I definitely don't shoot as much as I did. I used to be at every single Sunday shooting, where now I only do five, six a year now, really. So, yeah, it has affected it. But you're still the best in the family as an archer. Definitely. <laughs> so tell us about a typical day. I mean... Phoenix Archery, are you open seven days a week? Or? Five days a week, Tuesday to Saturday, 10 till 5. Yeah, we're here, that's what we're here. And you, your, your store, do you specialise in, is it all just field or do you do cater for all archers? All archers, target and field. At the end of the day, whether you target or you field, we all shoot the same equipment. Right. Um, so, how's the last few years been for you? I mean, you, we've gone through Brexit and then we had COVID. How's that affected? Wow, that, that's been tough. That has really, really been tough. Uh, actually, it's, I'm finding it tougher now than even COVID because trying to get all the stock at the minute is is a real nightmare. Is, is that because there's just a shortage? I think I think China's still on lockdown and things are not getting made, and America and stuff are just taking everything. So do the money markets affect you? You're working in different currencies. Everything is in euro. There is no archery uh, suppliers in the UK where we can buy from wholesalers. Everything comes from Europe. So you buy from Europe, even Everything. if it's like Hoyer or Hoyt? Everything, yeah. We don't, we've, I have actually spoke to Hoyt and things. No, we've got to go through the main suppliers. So has Brexit made that difficult? It has. That has really made it difficult. What used to take three days from when they shipped it 
can now take four or five weeks because it's got to go through customs and, and everything else. It's a nightmare. I won't ask you which way you voted. We'll leave. We'll try <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so do you enjoy running Phoenix? I do, I do. I never get up and think, oh, God, I've got to go to work. No, I really enjoy it. I enjoy meeting different people. Yeah, it's, it's great. All different styles. I enjoy everything about archery. And how many are you here? How many? How many members of staff? And uh, Really just me. Right. Yeah, just one guy who helps out every now and then, fletching arrows and stuff. So there's no stranger than folk. What's, uh, what's a, a good customer? A good customer. Do, do you have any tales you can tell us? Uh, down then, I don't know if I'd be able to say it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's say sometimes it can be a little bit strange. Yeah. 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 The members of the public, they're great. Yeah, they are. They can be. So what's, what's a really good seller? A really good seller. Definitely recurves more than compounds. Definitely recurves more the entry levels than the, the top end. Arrows and, and basic beginner bars is, is the main bread and butter. But it's, it's not something that a member of the public can surprise a, um, a child with, like, they can't, they've got to bring them here. Yeah, they've got to bring them in. You've got to be fitted up for it, to be honest, and get your arrows cut to the right length. You've got to know what poundage you can pull. I don't recommend just buying online without actually trying it first. So if Mr. and Mrs. Smith came with little Johnny, yes, they could bring him in and you would be able to cater him? Hopefully, yes, we could sort everything out, yeah. Right. So I'm mean, actually what you best sell is what, what's been an absolute nightmare to sell. What's your worst thing or the thing you wish you hadn't stopped? Mm. The worst thing I ever wish I'd never stopped. English longboards are definitely a slow seller, English longboards. Everything else seems to sell quite well. English longboards is definitely the smallest sellers I, I do. So as a retailer, you could actually give us um, the rest of us as archers an insight into archers. So who who are your longbows and who are compounders and who are, who is your average recurve? Now then, that's, that's a good question. Compounders, I would think people who are more, I seem to be more like these people who are into Marvel and things like that, you, you know, a bit more that kind of thing. Your longbows seem to be a bit more of the Lord of the Rings type of people. So we, so we compound, it's, it's that uh, chap, um, Hawkeye. Yeah, it? yeah, that, that guy, yeah, he, he does help. Oh, so it's like with clubs when, when, there's a, when the Olympics are on and when there's a particular film, so um, Hunger Games. Yes, that, that helps sales. That helps, yeah, that helps with lessons. To be honest, even when people go on holiday and try it on holiday, that, that helps as well. So does your, having the range help? Yeah, the range does help because even if they're not a member, I get people coming because some clubs don't have an indoor range, especially at this time of year in winter. So, yeah, it really does help having an indoor range. And also we're looking at extending the indoor range. So I did notice that we, we didn't get to any funny jokes about an average customer. No, I don't do that. <laughs> All customers are nice. Yeah. All customers are lovely. <laughs> yeah. So what, what plans do you have? For the store, I mean, I know it, I know it is difficult at the moment. Yeah, it, at the moment it is difficult. I keep, I'm always looking for a bigger premises, especially for the range and the indoor facilities. Uh, I also want to uh, look for another unit what's bigger to put in naff and axe throwing as well, things like that, as well as archery, and expand it a little bit so people can try other things once they come in and think, I'd like to try that. Right, Mark, I believe uh, we're moving to Hollywood because you got, you're bringing in an archery simulator. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, basically it's a projector, putting the images onto a boss and they can, it's run by a laptop. They can pick which program they want so they can shoot things like dragons, goblins, circles, simulated hunting, whatever they want, or loads of fun stuff on it. So how, do, how does that work? I mean, have you got what captures the arrows? 
the boss you shoot into, like you do at the uh, target archery, into a massive boss at the back of the range. Right, so you have images or video yeah, projected it's, it's onto like the It's like a video projecting through a projector, run through the laptop, so you can watch what you want to shoot and then shoot it, and then it'll stop when you hit it, it'll show you where you've hit it, and then you press a pedal and it starts running the program again and away you go. Right. So I can imagine that being zombies as well. You can, there's zombies on there, there's all sorts on You've there. You've got to get headshots. Yeah, dragons and everything. Is it like big players in the archery retail world? Big players. Are you all independents, little ones? I, I'm not sure myself. I mean, I mean, I think all shops are in little independent businesses, apart from maybe one or two in the UK. Uh, but most of us are just little independently run businesses. I don't know what it's like in Europe. Uh, Europe, I think, again, most of the shops are independent. I do, I do know some European shops, and, yeah, they're all independent. So you mentioned online sales. Does Phoenix Archery do online sales? We do online sales, yeah, at Phoenix Archery website, yeah. And you, and you ship throughout? All over the world. We've, we have tried to stop doing Europe at the minute with what's going on with Brexit. It's, it's become a nightmare shipping to, like, Southern Ireland and, and Europe now. So are you on social media? Yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, yeah. And YouTube? Yes, I have a YouTube channel. We are going to do more with that. COVID stopped all that, like, because we weren't allowed to be together and things like that. But we are going to get back to doing more videos on YouTube. Oh, what, what is it you're hoping to do on there? Uh, more reviews, to be honest. I like to do basic reviews on, on archery equipment. Product reviews? Yeah, product Excellent. reviews, yeah. And, and you've got a website for Phoenix Archery? Yes, we have a Phoenix Archery website. phoenix-archery.co.uk um, and then that's obviously the best way for people to get in touch. It is really, yeah. I'd, I'd prefer them more online than over the phone orders. So when a member of the public comes in, a customer, when mm -hmm. they want to buy a piece of kit, can they, can they try it out in your range? Yeah, they can try it out in the range, yeah, that's not a problem. They, we've two ranges to try it in. We've got a 10-yard and up to 24-yard range they can try all their equipment in. And you'd be able to give them a good advice as to... Yeah, we can set all the bow up and everything. We help with setting up. If they're having trouble setting up, we can do all that as well. And I believe you also run some a membership scheme. Yeah, we do membership as well. Uh, it's £30 a month. That When people then, once they pay the membership, they can come and shoot five days a week in the range if they want to, from when we're open, 10 till 5. And also that entitles them then to go outdoors because we at least 14 acres of land where we have a permanent 3D course set up where they can go and shoot any any time they want, really. So is that different to the club? That That is that is like a club, as you know, you remember. Uh, if you don't want to actually go out and compete, you can still come indoors and shoot or use the outdoor facilities without no pressure then, you see. So now that I've mentioned it, can, can we talk a little bit about your club? Could you tell us about that? Yeah, it, our club is called Team Firebird. Uh, we are part of the NFAS. We only do field archery, 3D and field archery. Uh, we've probably got 50, 60 members, which at one time we used to go out big numbers, but since COVID, it has died down a little bit. So COVID has affected you? COVID's affected shooting a lot. People got out of it and found different things to do and occupy them. It's, it's been like that for most clubs. Yeah. Um, some clubs actually did go on the knees. So are you doing anything to get new members in? Are you open for new members? Yeah, we're always open for new members. Yeah, we, we like new members, any age really. Uh, juniors, men, you know, ladies, always welcome. Is there any sort of restrictions or is it? No restrictions. The only thing is if you've got a bit of disability, the wood might not be able to do. And we do have some stairs to get to the indoor range as well. So that might be a bit of an issue if you've got a disability. So 3D archery, is it, is it 
Do you, do you have many wheelchair archers doing that? There's not, because we do it in woodlands, there's not that many what actually wheelchair friendly. There is a couple down south where it's a bit flatter, but round here it's, it's not that flat for it really. So do you have inter-club shoots? Uh, we go to other clubs and, and use their facilities as well, yeah. We, I, I ring people up and they'll say, yeah, you, can, you guys can come and shoot. And we go, we go to other clubs and shoot and they can come to ours and shoot as well. So if another club, say a traditional target archery club, yeah. um, they wanted to try 3D archery, could they come to you? And if they come to me and we can find a Sunday that we're all available, then not a problem. I'd gladly take them out and let them experience field archery. Excellent. So your club, how do people find out about...? Uh... Just give us a ring or drop me a message on uh, Facebook or an email and I'll, I'll tell you. So they've not got their own separate social media or whatever. They do have a, they have a Team Firebird as well on Facebook. I'll put all the links below yeah. so that people can find out more about you. Yeah. That's great. So, Mark, you mentioned your, um, the membership. Um, is, is there a beginner's course associated with Yes, that? we do do beginner's courses. Everybody nowadays has to do beginner courses to join any club. It's all about health, you know, health and safety now because these things can hurt you if you not, don't know how to use them properly. How long does that last? We do them for six consecutive Tuesdays at six till seven. So that's great. So do you do like um, taster sessions or...? Yeah, we do taster sessions as well. We provide all the equipment and everything. You just pay, turn up, shoot for an hour to see if you enjoy it and then do the beginner's course. And are they good working up to the festive period? Yeah, they are quite good, yeah. Because so. we're, we're in November. So what do you offer at Christmas? Do you, do you offer...? We have vouchers mainly. We sell a lot of vouchers at Christmas for the beginners course and tasters. So these taster sessions, do, do they, are they on a specific calendar date or do we...? No, we do tasters uh, from Tuesday to Saturday, from 10 till 5, whatever suits the customer best. If that slot's available, we'll have them in and let them try archery. Excellent. And they're always under your supervision? Yes. I mean, what about if you get a nervous customer? Nervous customers, yeah, we'd just, it'd just be them and the instructor in the small range. There'd be no other people in there shooting, so it'd just be the instructor and, and the person on the taster session. And, un and unfortunately, due to the, the wheelchair access thing, but it's open to everyone. So you everybody, get, you get yeah. ladies, gents. Juniors, yeah, we get everybody. And that's the same with the field archery? It's it is. It's definitely more males, but there is a lot more ladies coming to try the sport and have a go at it. Yeah, and, and in the club, do you have family groups? Yes, we do have family groups. We have grandparents bringing grandkids. We have mum, dads. We're bringing the sons and daughters. We, it's, it's great, because if you're not the fittest as an adult, you can still shoot archery with your children and, and have a laugh doing it and compete against each other. Yeah, archery isn't an aerobic sport, but you still have to have a certain amount of strength and yeah, stamina. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Especially on the long shoots. On the longer shots, yeah, you need to pull in heavier weight, really, to help you get there. So on the 3D um, archery, do you, is there breaks? Is it how long is a shoot? Is it several hours? Or? It, it can be. We normally get there. I normally get there for about 9 o'clock, register, pay me money, get a bacon butter, a brew. Then we got took out, so... It depends, some clubs you shoot from 10 till 12 and then come in and shoot, have a uh, dinner for half an hour. Then you go back out, carry on. Then you finish, you hand your card in, there's a raffle, there's prize givings and, and things like that. And then you all go home, happy. And that's the social aspect too. That's so. the social aspect, yeah. I've got a, made a lot of good friends in this game. You mentioned bacon butties. Is yes. there a vegan option? There is, yes. There normally is. Most clubs now cater for vegans and there's cake. 
it's got to be cake. It's got to be cake. It's got to be yeah. cake as you. Yeah. At our club, um, it's the lemon drizzle cake, which oh, is the speciality. Oh, a good lemon drizzle cake. Orange. Ooh, orange drizzle. Orange drizzle. Ooh. And and who's that? You pointed to someone there. Who's that? My other half. Your other half. Yeah, yeah excellent. Mate, yeah. Do you want to give a shout out to her? Hello, Raina. Raina. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Raina. So is there lots of different um, rankings where it's like junior female, junior male, etc., yeah. etc.? Yeah. Is that the same in? It's the same as in field as it is in target. Uh, junior boys compete against junior boys shooting that style and same for the girls and the gents and the ladies it is all separate and down to each individual style of shooting so what are you going to win this year oh god this year oh, well i'm hoping to do the uh, nfas big british championships uh, i'm trying to go and get ready for that and try and get into the welsh championships again this year we're nearing the end of the podcast now. I always ask um, people I'm interviewing, who would they like to hear in a podcast? So do you have anyone in mind that um, is perhaps an archer, whether it's related to field archery or whether he's uh, a champion, anything, anything that you feel would make a really interesting podcast? Yeah, I, I would like to really hear one with Tony Weston. Tony Weston, who's that? He owns the archery company in Bedfordshire. I consider him as the best 3D archer in the UK. Okay, Tony Weston, I shall, uh, I shall have a look at him then. Yeah, he's, he's a good mate. Right, excellent. We are recording this in November. Um, is this the busiest time? It is quite busy, yeah. So why did you say come down and do it today, James? Uh, it's because I'm Monday and I'm short. <laughs> yeah. But this is the hectic period for you? This, this can be really busy, yeah. Saturdays can be unbelievably busy. And, and so when do you get a, a rest for yourself? Sundays and Mondays. And, in, and into the new year? Does it... We are shutting. I'm shutting uh, on the 22nd at 5 o'clock. And we're, that's the only holiday I get all year, and it's right through to the 3rd of January. So anyone that comes at 5 to 5 on that day? Will be told to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> in the best possible way. Come back in the new year. Yeah, come back and see me after. Right, Matt, I, I believe you, you want to offer something to the listeners. Yeah, to the listeners of this podcast, if they come into the shop and they mention that they've listened to it, I will give them a 5% discount. A 5% on your full range? Everything. Excellent. Uh, and what do they have to say? Just uh, listen to the podcast. So they've listened to Mark on Talk Archery? Yes, Talk Archery podcast. Or should we say Phoenix, Phoenix Archery on Talk Archery? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's getting complicated. It now. is. <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes in and says, Firebird. No, they don't get it. <laughs> they owe me an extra 5%. 5% on top. Oh, great. <laughs> right, yes. Make sure you mention Talk Archer then. Anything else, and it's 5% increase on the price. There you go. Well, that's great. I think you've done really well, Mark. We've come to the end of the, the podcast. Is there anything you feel as though you would like to mention? Anything you'd like to say to the listeners? All I can say to you guys is have a great Christmas. If you want anything, give us a ring. If we haven't got it, I'll try and get it you. Have a great Christmas, guys. Thank you, and I hope you will join us again soon for another Talk Archery podcast. Please don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you have any comments, questions, or if you'd like to suggest another person or topic for a future episode, then please email talkarchery600 at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>